Trading Nut, episode 102. The biggest thing is studying. Like, I get it. People like to see wins, win, wins. But the unheard of stories of the learning opportunities, that's what makes you into who you need to be as a trader. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. Before we start, I'd like to thank our sponsored partner for today's episode, City Traders Imperium. Now, CTI has one of the world's best funded accounts and learning platforms all in one. Get a CTI Forex funded account today and advance a step closer to achieving your personal freedom. To find out more, head over to citytradersimperium.com. That's citytradersimperium.com. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got a guy or a trader that goes by the name of Drewsy Banks. Now, uh, you might be thinking Banks, you've heard that name before. In fact, there is a connection between him and QBanks, who I've been trying to get on the show for ages. You're going to find out what that unique connection is in a second, and how he went on to be a horrific student of QBanks, and also how he's turned that around and now is making 5k a day. Now look, he doesn't make 5k every day, well maybe he does, I don't know. Um, but we went through and did a video after the show and he showed me the trade he'd taken literally the day or two before where he'd made a 5k trade trade day. And it wasn't just one trade, it was a couple of trades. But um, you'll see exactly how the, he does this. And I've got to say, this is probably one of the best uh, trade video explanations I've seen. You're going to learn so much in this, so much around his thinking all around, all the way to the detail. It's literally like a mini trading course. So guys, you've got to go and check this video out after listening to the show today. Now, um, I did mention in a previous episode that I was listening to a book called Breath. Now, this uh, I was going to drop some hints and tips and stuff that I found out. Now, I haven't had enough time to really get into it, but one, uh, two things I can tell you at the moment is one, don't breathe through your mouth. If you're a mouth breather, that is the wrong way to breathe. You've got to breathe through your nose, okay? That is so much more efficient. You're going to be so much more, feel so much more better for doing that, number one. Number two, the perfect breath is 5.5 seconds in, 5.5 seconds out. So guys, if you're breathing quickly or not to that length, then try that and you might see things start to improve in whatever um, way, shape or form. Now, I, there's a whole bunch of other breathing techniques in this book. Uh, I'm going to try them out and uh, and I'll let you know if I find any that are amazing. Now, uh, talking about amazing, you know that I'm doing other amazing stuff here on Trading Up. We've got the replay challenge uh, where guests of the show are going on there and doing back tests in a live environment uh, or a live stream environment. We've got the trader versus trader where we've got two random guys competing for the title of champion of trader versus trader. We've got scalper versus scalper. And in fact, we've got a trader versus trader series kicking off shortly if I can make it happen. Scalper versus scalper, live trading challenge as well. All of that stuff is recorded there over on tradingnut.com. You can get access to this. But what I want to tell you about is something even more amazing than this. We've got something bigger coming. I've got another challenge type thing planned, which I there's a lot of moving parts to it. I'm going to spend the next month and a half trying to get this thing ready for you guys. 
coming probably mid-Feb next year. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's probably going to be better than these last three, which are still unbelievably amazing. Okay, so guys, that's coming up. That's in the works here on Trading Nuts, so stay tuned so you don't miss out when this starts because you can get involved as well. And you can get involved from a spectator point of view and a uh, and and still and still benefit from this, okay? And still benefit. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna spoil what it is now, but trust me, it is gonna be awesome. Now, um, there's also talking about that, like all the stuff's going down on YouTube. So if you're not over there, head over there, subscribe. I've created a new members only section on YouTube as well, where I'm going to be dropping extra content that doesn't make it to the podcast, doesn't make it to the YouTube channel. It sits behind a little bit of a paywall there, so you've got to get it paid to get access to it. But it is like for those guys that are ultimate fans of the show, and you also get things like emojis and and special things that you can lob in there if you're doing we're doing these live streams and show that you're a member, uh, guys. So that's that's. Um, all over there on the YouTube channel. Now, I want to tell you quickly before we get into this episode with Druzy Banks about my next guest because it is one of my Robot Builders Club members uh, and he managed to license what he built in my Robot Builders Club. So he built a robot that he licensed for seven figures to a hedge fund. So he's coming on board next week to tell you how he did it and he was just like a guy like you and me, right? And he just applied himself. So guys, that's coming up next week before we head into the Christmas period. Uh, so guys, let's get into this show with Druzy Banks. It's a doozy. Then make sure you watch this video afterwards. Let's do it. Okay, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Druzy Banks here on the show. So Druzy, welcome all the way from South Florida, Miami, I believe you're in. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Surviving the, the, the third wave of the covid uh pandemic god i don't want to i don't want to be saying the 10th wave at some point let's hope that that vaccine turns up at, at some point at the end of the year yeah right i know they're doing they're doing the thing to get the vaccine out there so let's just hope they get it out there quick so we can all go back to regular living standards yes indeed indeed look um today we're not going to talk about that and like i mean i sort of asked all my guests how it's going just because they're in different parts of the world but we want to hear about your trading story to start off with like how did you get into trading and really, I suppose the six years that, you know, since you started up until now, really diving into that journey. And what I'll do is I'll jump in for, you know, here and there and ask questions just to make sure we, we really understand that the troubles and stuff that you, you you had to overcome to get there. So, yeah, over to you, mate. Thank you. So um, to start off my trading journey, like it was one day I was at my uh, computer-based job. I did call centers and I got tired of it. I quit. <laughs> I got tired of it, tired of taking orders. And Q's little sister has been my best friend since the second grade. And that's Q Banks, yeah? Yeah. yeah. His little sister has been my best friend since the second grade. So I, uh, she's my best friend. So I was venting to her, like, yo, I just quit. I'm about to come back to New York. Go sit on Wall Street all day. She's like, why Wall Street? I was like, yo, I've always been into, like, the investment type of things. And you know what I'm saying? And I guess money's a longevity. It's a tool that you have to use. And she was like... Uh, well, I could save you the trip. Um, my brother does trading. And I'm like, girl, which one? You got like 30 brothers. Like, <laughs> their family's quite big. So, boom, she tells me it's Q. I'm like, oh, okay. I know that one. And then I hit him up. He's going to uh, Cali to do his 5DC. And I'm just like, yo, I don't care what it takes. I got to learn it. So, he's like, well, I'm about to be on a flight to Cali. We're like, I'm, I'm on a flight to Cali too then. Forget it. 
And then I just asked him how much the course is. And I mean, like, ever since then, he's been my brother, my best friend, my mentor, just everything throughout my trading journey, man. And it's been amazing. Cool. Okay, so, so um, you know, I suppose it's great that you've had, you know, this, I suppose, closer contact to, to Q, Q Banks than a lot of other traders out there, but um, or even guys that go through his course. Was there, I mean, you know, it's still a hard journey, right? So were there hurdles and stuff that you had to overcome? I mean, how did, how did, you, how did, it, how did it go from, like, starting the course to, to finishing the course? I mean, were you completely green when you first started, or were you, like, you knew what you were doing? So it's a funny thing that you bring that up. I was the worst one in my class. Um, when I got there, I didn't study. I didn't know I had to study I thought it was a five-day course, so I'm thinking, okay, it's a, you know, when you're like five-day inclusive or anything like that, you think everything's in. So I have to study up to a certain point and then use that knowledge to kind of get there. I didn't do none of that. So I got to see all my tests. Tip test again, I got to be minus. Um, after that, I blew many accounts um, just because I wasn't able to understand the knickknack of trading. But what I did was I applied myself and the same continent that he gave me, I was able to study, 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 and make sure I have a, a sense of doing it correctly. So about a month or two later, I was then able to be consistent. But then, boy, I had greed issues. So greed is real in my life. So I kept on making good trades, but would hold them, and I, I didn't know when to let go. So I was still making money, but then NFP would take my accounts, and I had to get over greed. Then I was able to build up an account to 20k and lost it all by my birthday because i was being greedy so <laughs> boy and, and that that building it up to 20k i mean how did that look you know what when you if you had to step through that i mean what did you start off with so lot size wise i started off with a 200 dollars account i was then able to build it up to a thousand dollar account first it was 750 then I built it up to a $1,000 account. And I mean, all I really did was stuck with the uh, 0.30 lot sizes because sustainably that was enough profit for me at that time to see within a day that I was happy with. So I know when I was up my 30 pips, um, you know, I knew that was $9. I was perfectly okay with closing that plus more. So I was then able to build consistency to where I moved up to the 50 cent lot sizes. And that's kind of like when my life kind of took a change because I went from working a job making 114 bucks a day to not making 150 bucks a day. So it's like my trading income was then able to kind of replace my job and I was able to then take uh, keep my leap of faith and keep it going. But boy, when I blew my account, I had to get right back with it and go back into the real world and get a job again. Kind of upload it. The one thing I did, I never gave up. I, I, I saw my vision and believed in my vision and believed in my skill set but I never gave up. I just had to figure out a way how to make sure I was able to feed my greed, as I like to call it. And and so how many trades, I mean, how long did it take you to get to the, um, say, for example, the 200 to the $750 mark? Are you taking high, win, high uh, is it high win rate or high risk to reward? What does that, what does that look like? So I, it's the same methodology that I have now. I believe in small risk, big gains. So, I make sure that um, I get my entries on point to where I can able to let my winners run because based on what I've seen in the trading past, uh, you want to build consistency and you want to be able to let your winners run. So I took that same thing and I made sure I was implementing it. My only problem was I didn't know when to stop. <laughs> so um, I was able to take that account. I really, it really took me like, so 
it really took me like about a month and a half to do it. Um, and that's just me trading literally just Monday through Thursday, like in a sense. I used to hate trading Fridays just because of NFP or FMOZ or whatever the case may be. I used to hate trading on Fridays. So I just ruled out that, you know, Fridays just wasn't my day. And I wasn't going to push it past that. Yeah, cool, cool. And so so how many hours a day were you like sitting in front of the charts there trying to trying to grow this account? Was it like um, were you treating it like a job or like a full time job? Yo, so at that time I did take my leap of faith, so trading uh was my source of income. Um I literally trade only New York session. Only New York session. I was trading AUSD and UJ at that time. Um odd was uh I was able to get my technicalities up where I was able to be consistent. Um, the thing with odd was I was really in a move for a long duration of time. So I really focused on getting my technicals on point and I was able to trade UJ to where I was able to get a consistent 30, 40 pips each and every day, um, whether it's counter chain trading or trend trading. So I was able to kind of hit my goals quickly. Um, okay, cool. And, and so, those, so, those, so the strategy you're using, it, it obviously was flexible enough for you to pick out a trade every day i mean is that something you think that because i suppose there's systematic traders where they you know they've got to set you know this is the system i trade i've got to wait for that setup and there might only be a few of those over a course of a week or, or even a month and so they end up waiting it's a waiting game versus i suppose a, a more discretionary trader where they've got a set of rules which appear on multiple multiple time frames and you'd probably you know the setup might occur more often and you're trying to find the better setup versus the 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 one that's you know less likely to succeed or there's not as much room for the for the trade to move which camp are you in 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 the way that you were trading so me i so just based on my lifestyle now i'm able to wake up every day and call a trade uh and gain consistency at the end of the day consistency pays my bills i'm not looking to become a millionaire overnight i want to grow my process i want to have fun growing up my process so the type of trade I am, I use my top-down analysis, and I'm able to find a high probability setup based on the major trend direction. And are you still trading those two pairs, so AU and UJ, uh, UJ? No, so that was more like in my first two years. For the past three years, I've been only trading GJ. Okay, G- only GJ. Okay, so only- so uh, okay, so that's that's sort of your journey to twenty k. You blew that account. You came back again. How did so you're back at a job, right? And then what happened after the job? So so I'm at the job and here I am. I have all this motivation around me. I have my trading where I know my potential, what I can make per hour. So I know my work. So what I did was I've always been a hard worker. So I used my job to fuel my trading account. So I would work 90 hours a week, um, sun up to sun down. But I worked a job where I was at a computer desk all day helping people. So I was able to have my trading view pulled up in the tab and be able to look at my charts and be able to trade and whip out my phone every now and then and execute on my phone. So the job really suited my trading lifestyle already. I just have to make sure I was able to execute. Yeah. Yeah. And um okay, so so when at what point did you go, okay, look, I'm I'm now ready to leave this job again and just go full time? Oh boy. So um, so funny story on that. So I was working a job and I was, they gave me a supervisor position to where I was kind of over supervisors. And then 
I was still managing my account. So I was given a salary. So I was given X amount of uh, numbers. So I always knew what my set income was going to be ahead of time. It was consistent. So I then put that income into XRP. That's when I was doing the XRP wave and I was able to trade cryptos. So just as I was about to leave my job, I made 20K, um, 22K. And um, my boy Ryan, I was with him at the time when I did it. Ryan kind of gave me the gift of just, you know, being able to, stack my trades and trade aggressively um, to kind of reach my goals kind of quickly and kind of just can't be scared to bite the bullet. So Ryan gave me that gift and I used it and I was able to make 20K off XRP. Yo, that same week in his crib, um, I left my computer at home and just based on what Ryan was saying and what I was saying, it was like a 30 minute difference. So I was Ubering at the time because I didn't have my vehicle. So I didn't want to Uber back home. So I went to his computer lounge and I was just down there for hours just doing my daily routine. And I just had found a lit set up on XRP and I was lit. Uh, so a couple of days later, um, I'm with this broker and I was trying to withdraw my funds when I saw that I didn't have nothing in my account. So I'm like, what the WTH? I'm like, what the hell? So... I look and I see trade shaking on US 30. So I'm like, nah, this ain't my account. <laughs> so I go and I'm like, yo, I didn't know nothing about US 30. So long story short, hit up the broker, hit up everything. Long story short, somebody ended up hacking my account in his building. Uh, being in a computer lounge, the IPs are open because everybody in the building has the same access to the Wi-Fi. So I ended up getting my account hacked. Um, I ended up getting a credit on my account, but I didn't want that. I was, I built my 20K out of the mud, working hard, sleepless day, sleepless night. I didn't want a credit on my account that I couldn't withdraw. So oh, I had to stay with my job. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And so, so but you you had decided at that point, though, that you were like, I'm, I'm ready to do this full time. This is like, I can make a living out of this. And here we go. And, and so, so you might, at some point, you must have left your job, right? Oh, so I left my job around like last year um, and I took a leap of faith. I had all my eggs down pat. I knew what it took to be consistent. The biggest thing was over a history of time, I learned an amazing way how to feed my greed. How to just be appreciative that each day, what each day brings me to build my consistency. So once I found that missing piece to the puzzle, it's just been able to be all blues. And then um, my homeboy Raul blessed me enough to give me the knowledge of the FTMO account. And that's what really put me on the map. I did the FTMO account and I was able to get my first withdrawal of 26K. And ever since I was able to do that, like I knew I was disciplined. I knew I had what it takes to be where I wanted to be because completing that challenge, it ain't easy. It, it, it's easy, but you have to have a, a variety of skill set, especially to be a trader that takes trades every day. So once I knew I could do that, I knew I was ready for whatever trading took at me. And I left my job and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> and, and so just, just on these like challenges and stuff, I mean, how how did you approach it to, to start off with? Because, I mean, I, lo- I looked at one the other day um, and I was like going, oh, you actually need to sit down and go, right, how am I going to approach this to make sure that I can hit their whatever metrics are so that you don't get disqualified? I mean, how did you, how did you go about that? Did you get any advice or, or what? So... Trial and error. So the, the best lesson is life lessons. The very first time I took the FTMO account, I failed it. I I was trading uh, 10 lots per 100K account, and I was trading a bit aggressive, 
But um, just on my win-loss ratio, on my risk-to-reward, should I say, I was able to come out on top. Just towards the end, um, I kind of achieved a little bit of too much of their drawdown qualifications. In my last trade, it kind of went 20 pip drawdown before winning profit. So that kind of just followed me from the challenge. So then I realized the my entry drawing point, but my risk needs to cut down. So I just cut it back down to five lot size and three uh, and, and, and three lots. And I was able to overcome the challenge in a uh, period amount of days. And then once I kind of, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I kind of came up to 19K and I was like, All right, I'm going to ease back and do three lots because I don't want to get in too much drawdown and have my risk reward and my money metrics kind of meet my um, my daily metrics. So I knocked out the rest of the challenge with three lots and I just let my renters run and she was amazing. Like the, the sense of achievement that I got by just achieving that challenge just by myself, it was just like no other feeling. I definitely felt like a sense of accomplishment. Nice, nice. And I mean, there's, um. so when, so I suppose moving on from like, uh, you know, getting funded to, to then using that sort of funded account to, to generate revenue for you. I mean, how did that, um, have, you tr- have you decided to trade differently or are you keeping oh. it exactly the same way? What does that look like? So I did that FTMO challenge in March and I was able to get my first withdrawal by April. And to be honest, I haven't used it since. I've been using the capital that I made to kind of fuel my lifestyle. Um, and it's making sure I go about small risks, big awards. Um, I was luckily able to um, have some a good support system around me. And that's, you know, even keeping myself positive, I was able to really just uh, look myself in the mirror and just let myself know that consistently I have what it takes to do it. And I was able to make um, something out of nothing. I was able to, just, like, I had a $1,000 account that I was trading just at the beginning of this year, and I was able to stretch that $1,000 account to 30K and just keep on building it and using it to fuel my lifestyle. Um, I had some of my biggest days off this account, just being able to just stay grounded and stay disciplined to my goals. It's my goals that really brought me here, and it's making sure I stay disciplined to that. If it wasn't for my goals, I don't know where I would be. And and what what are I mean? Can we ask sort of where you want to be in you know five ten years time? I mean, what what's your sort of horizon in terms of trading? So to me, the kids are the future. Um, the kids are definitely the future. The kids are very innovative of this time. I want to make sure that I'm able to even give back to the kids and just be able, if trading is their path or whatever it is that they want to do, that they're able to use trading as a platform, kind of like it's a video game, whatever sense where we're able to complexly take trades effortlessly thinking it's a video game and be able to make profits and change their lives. Um, I feel like uh, the school system is great and everything like that, but if the if tomorrow's future was able to fuel their, their, their journey through trading, um, I know the world would be definitely much a better place. So in the next couple of years, I really see myself kind of giving back to the level ones to trading if it is their journey and kind of coming up with an uh, a creative way to where we're able to trade and kind of make something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I had an idea about that years ago when my kids were quite young. I was like, why don't I make a game that's based on the market and they don't know it's based on the market? And you put it up on the app store and what have you and, and they sort of get the skills of, of, of trading just by playing a game. And that was where I, that was as far as I got. So if anyone wants to take that idea and make it happen, by all means. Um, it's not it's not me. Right, so we're gonna we're gonna dive in here and we're gonna find out um, 
a bit about what your trading looks like now. So, I mean, can you tell us, uh, can you break down some of the stats? So how many trades are you taking a week to start off with? So um, honestly, probably on a daily basis, I'll take any um, anywhere from like about three trades. Um, if I lose three back to back based on a small risk, then I'm done for the day. This means that I wasn't patient. I wasn't waiting for my setups. Um, it means that I was displaying one of the five uh, factors of psychology, whether it's greed or impatience or other case. So I'm still very grounded to those psychological effects. Um, but as a daily routine, I wake up every day at 4 a.m. and I'm patient. I'm waiting for these moves. And I call these moves with my learner in the room, not signals, but I actually take these signals um, that I give out. And I show them this based on my trading style that I use up to today, that you can still make something and still achieve out of life and that consistency pays the bills. So then from there, um, I find an entry, we flow with it. And based on the higher time frame, I'm giving uh, take profits. And on a daily basis, anywhere from three or more take profits get hit. And I'm able to kind of win with my family, my trading family that I was able to create, which is amazing <laughs> cool cool and and so uh, you talked about multi time frame you know high time frame analysis i mean what time frames are you looking to do your direction and then your entries on so i always start from the monthly the higher the time frame the stronger the data uh reason being why i start from the monthly there's no getting faked out on the monthly it's the highest time frame possible it's the one that really sets the tone sets the ball for the period that you're looking at so i start by you know analyzing that what is the structure that it's doing is it an uptrend is it a downtrend then i work my way down um using my zones and the way i draw my zones is the area of indecision um it really shows based on the way how i draw with the markets are more prone to reject and then i kind of just work my way down based off of market structure movements till i just know where i am from the higher time frame to the lower time frame so i'm able to take an opportunity and kind of flow with it and, and if you had to sort of, I suppose, aggregate your trading into some stats and go like, you know, what's your winning percentage in your risk to reward on average? What does that look like? So I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I win every trade. I still have learning opportunities. I don't call them losses. I call them learning opportunities. Um, I still have learning opportunities up to today, but literally around 93% of the trades I take are, they hit, they, they hit my goals. Whether it's 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 twenty pips, thirty pips, it hits my goals, what I need to live my lifestyle. Uh, the other eight percent are the learning opportunities that I still have to go. On an average of months go statistically driven. I had one month where I was like eighty six percent accurate, but that was because of Brexit, where the markets were um, a bit more volatile than usual. But I was still able to achieve. Because um, having been a month where I've had a bad month, those months don't exist for me. And that's just because I'm very appreciative of what I get from the markets, and I really take that and make sure I build upon it. And what about uh, risk to reward ratios? So, like, if you risking one, what's your average reward? And it sounds like you let trades run a bit, so it could be like quite varied. So one anywhere from one to three and higher. So today I gave a trade; it was a one to ten. Cool. So okay. Average of one to three. Every trade I give, it's prone to at least get 20 to 30 pips minimum. And you're only trading GJ now. What what made you sort of transition from these other pairs to GJ? And was there anything in between? Um. So, I mean, since I transitioned to GJ, it's just been GJ. I mean, 
before it may have been JU gold and US 30, but the thing, the thing is with traders and that I realize is nobody's patient, man. Like we speak about patience, but no one's patient. So me, I'm willing to be patient with my one pair. I'm not in a rush to get money. If the pair is moving slow, I know how to attack it. If the pair is consolidating, I know how to attack it. Like you can really live your lifestyle off of one pair. You don't need to trade multiple. I feel like uh, we speak about patience. I want to be the essence of patience and showing that you can be patient with one pair. Cool. Okay. Brilliant. Well, look, um, what do you think? So in the beginning, you know, you, you obviously you've got to the point now where you know even the ability to flip an account is is pretty special. Uh, you're now making a living off it. You've got funded. What do you think made you different from other guys out there who are struggling with this? So I feel like to anybody that's struggling, you want to set a goal. Like it doesn't matter who you are or what you can do with trading. Every and anybody needs to set a goal, uh, whether 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 it's a trader, whether it's it's Astro or Q or Daniels or Raul's or the Swaggies or anybody. Everybody is goal oriented. So my best advice to anybody who's able to be consistent: set a goal. Like be appreciative of your goal. Set a goal and set goals with your life. Set a pit goal that once you achieve that, you don't have to look at the markets anymore. You can go back to living your daily life. Because I feel like traders like to make this their life when it should be a tool to fuel their life. Um, but, you know, setting a goal is what really made the difference. I went from trying to achieve 100 pips in a day to I'm happy with my lifestyle of just achieving 30 pips. It just depends on the lot size that makes the money. So consistency pays the bills. Any additional money that you get from swing trader hunting is just an additional benefit that comes with the craft. Cool. Um, and it, Nothing to do with the fact that you're friends with QBank's sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all you. It's all you. So, you got, guys, remember that. It's Because it, it, you can lead a fish to water, you can't make it drink, right? So um, you've got you've to do the work. Right, so what about if somebody else out there is a retail trader working a day job? What steps would you say they should take to start earning income trading? What, what would you give them a step-by-step approach? So... You want to know what you're trading for. At the end of the day, trading, you're going you're gonna to have a greed effect. You're going to be up hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, 20K dollars. You have to know when to turn off your off switch and go back into real life. So I say set a goal. After you set a goal, you need to establish what trend you're in. After that, you need to be able to understand your technicals and understand the fundamentals that come with it. So that way you're able to have an edge up on the market. But that's only 20% of the game. You have to make sure that everything that comes to this path, the other 80%, which is the psychological effects, that you're keeping yourself in healthy conditions. I like to say work out, um, read books. You don't got to read books on trading. Read psychological books. Read books about yourself. Like, shout out to my boy, Ryan. He's big on uh, heroscopes of trading. Like, he changed my perspective on how I look. Trading is really about yourself. Like, let's say, for example, you, brother, you have a greed issue. Um, only you know your qualities and traits of how you are when you're being greedy. As a man, I feel like trading makes you into a man to where you're able, or or woman, um, whatever the gender is, that it makes you into a better person on where you're able to determine certain characteristics to be a better person. So in order to become a better trader, you got to be a better person. So self-acknowledgement is the best acknowledgement with this game and just being able to go with your possible. Set a goal. Uh, know yourself, read books on nice psychological health, work out. Um, just take it a day at a time, man. Like, I know it's very, 
uh, enticing to see that you can make all this money so quickly, but your process is the best process. Flow with your process, grow with your process, and don't rush your process. And, and uh, I mean, sorry, just Ryan. So you mentioned him a couple of times. Who is this guy, Ryan? Shout out to my brother, my life real quick, man. Um, dope brother, met him through Q. He's been my brother ever since, man. And like, to be honest, like I've always been a confident person, but Ryan just taught me what, what, what school can't pay you, can't teach you. Confidence on a level, level to just truly believe in yourself. And I mean, you probably see it in signs all around you, but he had a big role on my journey as well. Like he just taught me like, yo, when you look in the mirror, man, you are the man, whether you feel it or not, you are the man. Like you are the woman, you have what it takes. And he's just, he was just a big confidential influence on my journey. And shout out to my brother, man. Uh, thinking about a price chart, what three things would you recommend a novice or intermediate trader start educating themselves on? One technical analysis on, I mean, like a lot of people like to have the liberty of saying they're self-taught, but the people that are self-taught have been doing it for a duration of time versus the people who have been doing it a longevity of time. So get you a mentor who has a good track record, uh, can show you tangible things, um, can show you that, you know, the true qualities of what trading means, and then decipher their, their, their trading strategy. How it is that they trade? Do they still use this trading strategy to, 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 till today? Are they still using this to make money? Because a lot of people have a trading styles, but... They don't use what they teach. You know what I'm saying? And then just make sure that, you know, if that mentor is living the lifestyle that you love, uh, connect and get with them and definitely use the opportunity to level up. I feel like people that have been doing it for a duration of time, they have a track record. You've been able to see them start and grow. So it's a proven fact that you can get there too. Just make sure it's to your liking. And don't be scared to invest. Like, uh, like it's a different show for different folks. It's because one person doesn't have what you like may not be that the strategy doesn't work. It just doesn't fit your, your likings or your lifestyle. Keep on going. Don't be scared to learn, man. Don't be scared to learn, please. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people, you know, it's very rare that they just take one course and, and apply it and finish. Um, especially if, if you're going to go down that route, you're, you're probably going to end up with two or three, maybe even 10 and pick different things out and find what works for you. And I, I just had a thought about that the other day that it might be down to the whole sort of ego thing, right? Hmm. That people have to find something that works for them because their ego is too big that they can't accept what works for somebody else. They need to work, find something that works for them. Does that make sense? So like, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So people sort of, they, you know, even it's like, here's what I do. Here's how, how to do it. Just follow me. And people in the back of their mind, they go, no, 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 I can't do that because um, I didn't come up with it. And I, I don't believe that what you've got is going to work. And so I need to come up with something myself. And that's why everyone sort of recommends, well, a lot of people recommend coming up with something, you know, yourself based on what you've learned from other people that know how the market works. Sorry, I digress here. Uh, next question. Thinking about a trader's mindset, do you have any special techniques you can share with us? 100%. When it comes to my mindset, each and I don't mean to get too religious on anybody, but each and every single morning, I wake up and I give thanks to the man above. And the reason why I do that and why it conditions me, because for me, I came from the streets before I was trading and living that lifestyle. Life wasn't promised the next day. So now that I've been able to be blessed and be able to excel in my craft, 
because of my skill set and my belief, I like to wake up and give thanks each and every morning. After that, um, I wake up and I look at my charts. I see, okay, what opportunities do we have for today? And I kind of flow with it. And despite if I win or learn, I don't let that deprive me from my day because I still got things I have to do and get done. I just make sure that what I do is I cut my, my losses short so it's more of a job and not a blow. And I keep it flowing, but I study my learning opportunities. The biggest thing is studying. Like I get it. People like to see wins, win, wins, but the unheard of stories of the learning opportunities, that's what makes you into who you need to be as a trader. Because if you're good enough to decipher your learning opportunity, then you're that much closer to where you need to be amongst your journey. So from learning opportunities, take time to study them. And if you don't understand why it was a learning opportunity, get help. Don't be scared to get help. Mm. Do not be scared to get help. You need to have a clear understanding on why it was a learning opportunity. So that way you're that much more better and closer to where you're trying to be in your trading life. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a great act. That's a great hack there in terms of see your losers as learning opportunities. Actually, don't even call them a loss. Call them a, a loss. yeah. Call it call them a, lo- a learning opportunity, not a losing yes. opportunity. A learning opportunity. A learning opportunity. Because watch this in the financial investment game. Anything that you invest is an investment. You never lost that. It's up to you to have the skill set in order to what it takes to kind of overcome or to exceed in where you have to do. But if you invest, I hate when people try to say, oh, I invested in this course and it was a loss. No, it was a learning opportunity. You need to take about out of it what works for you and what what opportunities you have to improve and find something to help you build upon those opportunities that you need to improve. It's not a loss. Everything's an investment. Like perfect example. I got stopped out of GJ this morning for uh, 859 bucks. That was a learning opportunity. All that let me know was my stops were too tight. I need to have a little bit more uh, risk as far as for what I'm risking for reward on this trade. And once I did that, I was able to catch damn near 60 pips or 50 pips on a five lot, making over 200 and something, 2000 and something dollars on that trade. So everything's a learning opportunity. Look at life. If you don't get something and it doesn't go your way, you didn't lose out on an opportunity. You got to learn what you need to do. So when you're able to retackle that situation, your odds of approval are 10 times higher. And if you guys are struggling with this, please, I, I'm listening to this book at the moment on audible, uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard it, Druzy, but it's, um, what's his name? Uh, Napoleon Hill. It's not his main book. It's his other book, Outwitting the Devil. And it's really good. Uh, somebody recommended it to me on a podcast years ago, and I never listened to I never did it. And I just, for some reason, I thought, oh, let me download it. And this, in an essence, if you're struggling with what Druzy's just said, go and listen to this because it'll it'll help you sort of see sort of what's going on behind the scenes in your in your in your mind that's probably tricking you from from seeing things this way anyway sorry um i digress once again going to the quick fire round how long did it take you to go from trading newbie to consistently profitable um i want to say it took me literally a couple of months but to be consistent profitable where i'm now it took me my five-year journey honestly it took me my five-year journey to really be one myself and finally have all the pieces to my puzzle put my piece of puzzle let me know this is my puzzle this is the picture this is the end result what's your favorite entry setup um my favorite entry setup is 
having a zone, having a QP, having a form of candlestick pattern that shows that buyers are sellers in the market and having a confirmation of that from lower time frame to higher time frame, showing that same bias with that candle setup, whether it's buyers or sellers in control at that same area price. What strategies do you use to exit or manage your trades? So I use raw price movement. Um, I also use fibs mixed with quarter points and market structure. So as you know, a market structure, if it creates a higher low, it has to create a higher high. If it creates a lower high, it has to create a lower low. If you're stuck in consolidation, it's going to form a high and a low. So my exit strategy is based on a numerical level of an indecision area to where price has been at before based on a higher low and direction of trend. If that's not clear to you guys, then check it out. We're going to have a video after this, so you might get a bit more info on that. Um, what's your recommended trading book or resource? Uh, recommended trading book or resource. Hmm, that's a good one. Um, resource is going to be Wall Street Academy, man. That's what that's what really got me to where I am. Um, that's what really grounded my skills. That's what's really got me here. Um, as far as for resources, plenty of free uh, trading tools out there, whether it's YouTube content. The best thing that I can tell everybody is if you're going to look at something, really decipher if it works for you based on you backtesting it. So backtest, 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 and backtest it before you go to apply it. Make sure that it fits your criteria. What's your preferred broker and trading platform? Uh, right now, it's always been KOT Forex. Um, right now, I'm testing out a uh, a new broker, FX Fix Capital. They've been amazing. They've been lit. Um, um, my, my home is KOT, but... I'm not gonna lie. I got a new love for FX Big Capital. They're lit. What, what, how do, FX? What's the what's the next bit? FX. FX Bit Capital. capital. Ah, okay. Okay. Never heard of them. Um, okay. Do you want to work, walk us through your worst ever trade? My worst ever trade? Yeah. You said you want me to walk you through? Yeah. So, whew, not trading with the trend. Um, kind of getting too caught up in the lower time frame and not doing enough time frame correlation to see the bigger picture. Uh, those are always horrible. Those are always horrible. I mean, it really hit me one time to where I was like 10K in drawdown just because I was holding on to my loser. But at that time, I didn't have my pieces to my puzzle of small risk and big gains. Well, I remember that feeling like it's less yesterday and I never want to go back to that. Yeah. Now, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? I don't care who you see that's motivating you. I don't care who you see that fuels you. You have what it takes to be the next best thing. You have to believe in yourself before anybody else believes in you. And no, you have what it takes too. We're just regular people just like you. We're just goal-oriented. We stick to our goals and our goals through our lifestyle. Again, it's okay for these people to be your idols, but just know you have what it takes to be the next biggest thing. So if you're listening, stay on it. Don't give up. It's going to pay off. Stay with it. You have what it takes. Believe in yourself. Please. Brilliant. Well, look, um, guys, we're going to jump on to a, a little YouTube video now. We're going to share screens, and this isn't going to be here. It's going to be on another video, but uh, Drewzy's going to walk us through his 5K day today. So if you want to see that, head over there. Now, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? Yo, get at me on Instagram. Um, Juzy Banks, D-R-E-W-I-Z-E, Banks, B-A-N-K-S. 
Jersey Banks. Um, feel free to just message me. If I have time, I'll definitely reach out to you. I try to clear all my DMs a day. So if you have any questions, I'm here to help. Brilliant. Well, look, a big thank you to Druzy for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links, are going to be in the show notes to find them. Simply search for, I'm guessing, Druzy in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. So there we go, folks. Druzy Banks interview done and dusted. Now, do remember, head over to the channel, the YouTube channel, to find that video uh, where he does $5,000 in one day. And he walks through it step by step. It's probably one of the best step-by-step trade breakdowns you're going to learn so much about the market and psychology in that one video it's amazing got it gotta go and check it out uh also do remember something big coming up so stay tuned subscribe make sure you do not miss this because there is something in it for you as well uh there's also the youtube members area that's new things in there that you're probably not going to well you're definitely not going to see anywhere else okay so if you want to get access to that jump in there it's only $2.99 a month okay it's very very low price now next week we've got as I mentioned uh, my robot builder club student who went on to build a bot and license it for seven figures to a fund that's coming up if you want to do the same guys head over there check it out robot builders club over on tradingnut.com uh yeah, go and check it out, guys. If you want to be in this position to automate a strategy, license it to a hedge fund or a fund and make seven figures or even six figures, then look, it's possible. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode of Trading Up. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the YouTube channel in the meantime.